0: Hello, I'm Stephen Schinder and I'm Dan Schinder, and this is a Yes Shift News Desk report for the 1st of April, 2022. So here we go. We've got a real exclusive this time. And, you know, the world of Yes, as we've found over the weeks and years, is often strange and always surprising. But today's news is so unexpected. It's from a source very close to the band. I can't tell you who that source is, but it is someone you know from this show. Mm. So oh. it's breaking exclusive news. Trevor Horn is at it again. Can you believe it? So he's planning. What's he? Mm. What he's doing is he's planning to continue his project of revisiting Yes albums he was involved with. So you know the the, the fly from here return trip. So he went back and re-recorded his own. Uh, vocals over the top of Benoit David so he's doing the same thing but this time he's gone back to 90125 and he's planning to replace John Anderson's vocals with his own what do you think
1: well I mean what can we say I mean this is this is just out of the blue isn't it I mean (laughs) we're we're talking about a record that sold eight million copies eight million copies so why would you go back and want to touch that i yeah. mean i i personally think that this might be a little bit of ego coming in to play so there you go
0: mm-hmm. yeah i think it i think it could well be uh, i mean i i know perhaps you could argue that 90125 isn't a classic yes album in the same sense as close to the edge or something but who knows what Horn will do after this? Maybe he'll go back even further. And I was thinking maybe he'd go into drama, but we'll come to that in a minute. So, yeah, replacing John Anderson's vocals. I mean, that's heresy, isn't it, in the yes world?
1: Absolutely. I mean, this record is so attached to John Anderson, but then many people might say it's very much attached to Trevor Horn. If Trevor mm. Horn wasn't involved at mm. this, mm. would it be the same record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's up to you to consider. But for me personally, I can't imagine this album without his vocals. This is going to be quite a shock, don't you think?
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, one of the criticisms of Fly From Here Return Trip was that Trevor Horn's vocals are good. Uh, They're fine. They're great. But, uh, you know, some of the high passages, he's never been a fantastic um, vocalist at those high passages, Trevor Horn. And that's what he found when he was on tour. With the band in 1980, that it was the high stuff that he couldn't really, he couldn't really match John Anderson's voice with, with that kind of thing, and I think it's going to it's going to be the the wrong voice, the wrong timbre, surely for most of the, of the album, because uh, John Anderson himself came into the making of 90125 later on. The band was already called Cinema, and uh, you know they were thinking of different vocalists. Maybe do you think this is what happened? That actually Trevor Horn secretly wanted to be the vocalist for cinema and therefore for yes on this album and so he thinks that this will make a kind of nice trio a nice a nice triple for so so drama, fly from here, return trip, and a 90125. What do you think?
1: It's very possible. I mean it's anything is possible in this world. And of course, yes being such an iconic band, hmm. you know, maybe it would have been simpler in his mind to approach it as it not being yes in cinema instead, yeah. you know, that's a mental thing right there. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Let's, 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 let's dive a little bit deeper into it. You know, if will he have an easier time singing it with that frame of mind? But still, the music was written the way it was. Mm. They had a certain aspect or approach that they wanted with the music. Mm. Mm. And I, I, be, I believe still that changing this in any way, shape or form Will be just 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 too much for yes fans to to to, to fathom. And, and yeah. I, I have to say too that that the other thing that worries me, I, I must say, Stephen, is that he has a tendency hmm. tendency hmm. to add unnecessary effects and other little things and segues. Are we going to have some strange segue between you know? <laughs> songs now, or will we have some swooping sounds, some, some yeah. weird sound effects or backward things now that were not present before? We're talking about Trevor Horn, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's, of course, still absolute master of, of production, so he could do all sorts of things. But something else I was thinking about was, he's he's so close to, to Jeff Downs, that maybe he'll get Jeff Downs to record some extra parts for, for 90125. I mean, and quite a few of those were 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 Rabin, weren't they? I mean, I'm not sure how much Tony K had to do with those parts on 90125, because again, Tony came in late on in the in the story, in certainly in terms of some of the songs, and maybe a lot of that was Trevor Rabin actually. And of course, didn't Tony leave at one stage and then come back, and all all sorts mm. of things happened. During the production of this, but what, what you know, uh, certainly Jeff Dan's added a few extra keyboard bits on fly from here return trip. So can you see that happening again?
1: You're you're blowing my mind, Steven, <laughs> with these thoughts. You're, it's absolutely scrambled eggs up there now. So <laughs> I, I I gotta say that yeah. this is not out of you know his wheelhouse to do something like this to bring in somebody like Jeff, a longtime collaborator and friend. Mm. But will he do it, you mm. know, is the question. And the other thing, too, and, and, and I, I'm almost a frightened, frightened to say it, that maybe he might even have yeah. the gull yeah. to play some bass, fretless oh, bass, yes. and replace some of some of his Chris Squire yeah. playing with yeah. some nonsensical fretless bass playing. Yeah. You know, that. what do you think?
0: Yeah, he, he. I think he could well do. I think he enjoys playing the bass. I think he played a bit on drama, didn't he? So, it's certainly not out of the question, is it? Oh, my well, dogs are going to go completely mad in the background. Never not mind about that. But uh, we have more important things to to talk about. Uh, <laughs> yes. But then, what about moving on to to drama? I mean, the world of yes is so unpredictable and so strange at times. What about uh, Trevor Horn going back to that and? Doing something, you know, to flip the idea completely. re-record drama with Anderson on vocals. Mm. What about that? That's a better Again, idea, is it? it, it
1: this, 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 might be, this might be something that, yes, fans will be more open to, but I, I just can't imagine it being something that John would want to do. Mm. You know, mm. John, mm. John is a very prideful person prideful and really enjoys putting in his stamp on stuff for him to go in and to redo drama Mm. in the same melodic sense i just it just won't happen but you know could you i can't imagine these songs with any other sort of lyrics i mean we don't want any of these crazy fantasy kumbaya lyrics replacing (laughs) machine messiah and stuff like that it just would not be kosher so yeah. You now there yeah. you go.
0: Well, yeah. Okay. Well, so this is the this is the news then everyone. 90125 redone with with uh Trevor Horn vocals. So mm-hmm. what do you think? And um, put some comments in the I'm sure you have been doing put some comments in the uh underneath the video and tell us what you think.
1: Yes. All right. Definitely.
0: I I think possibly we should uh, we should confess now, Mark yes yes (laughs) as you probably already know i'm not Stephen shinder and this isn't dan shinder i'm kevin mulrine and this is mark anthony k from the yes music podcast so we've had the correct rather good idea of playing a a little bit of an april fools on uh both podcasts and in the future we might do some some rather more sensible things with this podcast and uh, mm. The Yes Music podcast, which would be great to get together and, and put some things together. That would yes. be great. So to finish off this uh, shorter than usual recording, we are going to turn to something which is perhaps more more rooted in reality than what mm. we've just been doing, which this is... This wasn't? <laughs> 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 well, you never know, but certainly we didn't get it from a source <coughs> close to Yes or anything like that. So what we will talk about, though, for just for a few minutes is Rick Wakeman. Because he's back on tour in the UK with the English Rock Ensemble, and this is this is something which is very exciting for every Yes fan out there. We love it when Rick Wakeman is back um, playing live with whatever version of the uh, of the Yes, uh, uh, well, of the Yes family, I suppose you could call it, couldn't mm-hmm. you? Uh, and I was just looking at who it is that's playing with him in the English Rock Ensemble because it does change quite a bit. Um, Dave Culkin on guitars and backing vocals Adam Faulkner which is I have to say a bit of a new name to me on drums and percussion and that's because he his longtime uh, drummer uh, is not able to uh, to take part because I think it is in Portugal or somewhere and uh, just with all the EU stuff going on and Covid he can't mm. get over and do it Lee Pomeroy who on the Yes Music podcast we've spoken to lots of times and he's actually appeared on on Mark's album with uh, Project Gemini Hayley yes. Sanderson on vocals, and Adam Wakeman on keyboard, guitars, and backing of vocals. Nice. So what do you think of that lineup, Mark?
1: Uh, I'm over the moon happy about this because, you know, we've been getting a lot of Rick Wakeman lately solo on piano, and which is his instrument of choice in my opinion. I mean, the man is the finest pianist I think that there is out there, just my opinion. Hmm. but. You know him back in this sort of touring uh, era, a uh, touring realm with this uh, band of his. Fantastic! I mean, and the people that are on it, you know, the, the guitar player Dave and uh, mm-hmm. you know Lee
0: mm-hmm. were
1: involved with the latest record he did, right? So yes, you also have the, Red you know, Planet, the yes. same people. Yeah. So the Red yes. Planet will be probably played in, you know, or re- re- represented very well, I'm sure, on this tour. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put it like this. I am extremely jealous that I cannot be overseas to see some of these performances and Rick, please bring it to Canada, bring the ensemble (laughs) over, you know, I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah. um, I'd love to, for them to play something from the red planet because I do think it's a great album, Uh, really, really good uh, progressive rock from start to finish. Um, Here is the set list though, from the Shepherd's Bush empire in London, England uh, from what, not last night, was it last night? Yes, last night, um, as we record this today. So he started with Journey to the Centre of the Earth, an abridged version of that. Then there's a 1984 medley, which is interesting to me, I'm not sure... I mean, that's 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 digging into some of the archives there, isn't it? I'm not sure many people oh, yeah. outside Rick's, Rick's um, fan base would know anything about 1984 as a record. Catherine Parr, that you would expect. Merlin the Magician, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, and then somebody here has put it down as The Rest of Arthur. I'm not quite sure what they mean by that. And then the encore, and there is a YouTube video of this performance. They did Starship Trooper as a 15-minute version encore, um, and it's, it really does sound fantastic. So at the moment, it may change, nothing from a Red Planet, but as an aficionado of Rick Wakeman yourself, Mark, what do you think of that lineup?
1: That's uh, it's pretty decent representation of his, you know, overall catalog. Well, okay, the man has like nine zillion albums to choose <laughs> from. So really to, to represent all of it would be a stretch and have to be like a four hour concert. But I'm surprised by the inclusion of the nineteen eighty four medley, mainly because it's an album that he doesn't mind studio wise. But he was never satisfied with the way the tour turned out initially when he when they went out and toured the album proper. It, mm. it just and I mean, there's a DVD out there of it uh, you can buy from that era uh, when they do the 84 tour, the 1984 mm. album tour. And I, I, I don't mind the album. Uh, and I think it, that it's nice that he's giving it a, its airing and, you know, showing some of the popular bits from it. But uh, yeah, I mean, Arthur. Fantastic journey. I mean, that's a classic. Yeah. You know, and am I surprised by the Starship Trooper 20 minute version? No, because I mean, there's also other versions of it. You know, when Brian May did a long version yes. with him before, that seems to be like his go to encore piece if he's going to do a yes song. You yeah. Know? I mean, he yeah. would have surprised me if he did, like, you know, thank you very much for coming out to the show. We're going to close the night off with a venture. Like, <laughs> I just can't imagine he's going <laughs> to do something like that. You know,
0: no, so, no, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a decent it's a decent um set list there. Yeah, I just wanted to go back up to that lineup change, the the drummer. So long his longtime drummer Tony Fernandez, that uh, you know a lot about uh, as mm-hmm. a big fan, uh yes, he's the one who couldn't couldn't be joined couldn't join them. And this Adam Faulkner chap, uh, who is a much younger much younger drummer, he's worked with Adam Wakeman in Headspace in that mm, band. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they obviously no Know him rather well, and I was also interested in the opening acts. So on certain ones of the of the shows that they're doing, they they've got some some opening acts. Russ Ballard. It's okay, not, a, yeah. not, not a name I know very well. What do you know about Russ Ballard?
1: Oh, Russ Ballard. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was an Argent. I think, um... but but the, but the reason why I, I remember his name so well is because he has a very strong connection to Kiss. Ah. he. Uh, one of okay. Ace Frehley's most popular songs, New York Groove. I'm back, back mm. in the New York Groove. He wrote that, Russ ah, Ballard. All right. Right. Excellent. And uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You by Kiss. That's also a Russ Ballard song. Ah. Yeah. So There's Excellent. a lot of connections there.
0: Yeah. And then I was fascinated to see Carl Palmer's ELP Legacy. I'm going to be opening ah. for them uh, tonight as we record this. Uh, Alan Reed again, not a name I know particularly, yeah. and then Steve Jinsky, um, so I'd mm. have to look into some of those chaps, but, but yeah, it looks like a fantastic, fantastic event, so if you're in the UK, do try and get along to that. London, Birmingham, Glasgow, uh, Newcastle, you've missed the London one already, and the Birmingham ones tonight, but Glasgow, <laughs> Newcastle, mm. and hopefully, yes, um, he'll be going on to other parts of the world, I know he's doing... He's doing the O2 um Academy. Oh, when, when was that? Uh second and third of April. Oh, it looks like he's back back there yeah. for that. And uh, then he's he's doing this thing called the Rock and Romance Cruise 2023, which oh, nice. which is not a uh not a prog cruise particularly, but it's got people like the Hollies and and oh boy! ELO, well, some of the old members of ELO, Jefferson Starship, and the Climax Blues Band. Wow. Oh, boy. Uh, so that's a rather different thing. Uh, gonna, <laughs> I presume yes. he's just going to be sitting there with his piano rather than the whole English rock um, ensemble. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I can't imagine on the, what was it called? Rock and Romance Rock crew, and
0: Romance Cruise 2023.
1: <laughs> it's going to be one of those, like, Ladies and gentlemen, let's clear the dance floor for our next foxtrot for everybody out there. You know, i can just imagine yeah. it being something a little more laid back. Uh, I, but I mean, look, for Rick, it's a no-brainer. I mean, yes. think about it. You go on a cruise, you get a nice room to stay in, you know. You get food accommodations, everything. You get to travel on the open seas. he doesn't have to bring anything, just going to be just a piano are provided for him. And he's mm. going to get, you know, large money to do pretty much what he does on a daily basis, does. anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely right. <laughs> all right then. Well, we wish him lots of luck, and to Lee Pomeroy as well. In on the bass, fantastic bass player, mm. formerly of ARW, of course, and playing all those Squire Chris Chris Squire bass lines, fantastic stuff. So we wish them well, and we wish the the listeners and viewers of Yes Shift well as well. Do come over and listen to the Yes Music Podcast. And hopefully, we'll be doing lots more things um, combined in the coming year or years. So, for the moment, thank you very much indeed, Mark, for your contributions.
1: You're very, very welcome, Kevin.